You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another edition of the C3 Friday Free For All, the show for the fans and by the fans. You already know what it is, man. My name is Cody Lashney, co-host of the C3 Panthers podcast. What it do, y'all? Uh, this is your opportunity to join the show. Uh, you may join this show via StreamYard. I posted the links uh, in the description of the YouTube and the Facebook and boys, ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know I got my Friday free-for-all faithful in the building today. Uh, next, uh, we'll, we'll jump to my man, Panther Pickle, one of the most popular members of the free-for-all now, man. Panther Pickle, how are you, buddy? I'm good, y'all. Just arguing about everything with everybody that wants to argue. Because some yeah. people love to argue. I don't That's really right. like to argue, but... Yeah. Unless it's about the Panthers. Oh, I love that. I yeah, love right. That. Got into <laughs> argument today with a Falcon fan on who was going to suck worse. Imagine oh. that. Me and a Falcon hey, fan yo. arguing over who was going to suck worse. And I had a point. I said, your rookie quarterback seems to be doing better in OTAs than my rookie quarterback. Hey, what a it's pathetic, a, what a pathetic it, argument. It's at least a conversation, man. And it's sad <laughs> that we're even at that point. But here we are. Um and shout out to one of the co-founders of the C3 Podcast, Joe Riolano, in the chat room. Joe, we love you, brother. Hope you're feeling well. Hope you're doing well. Nothing but love. Um, let's continue with these introductions. My man, Nick Montero. Nick, what's up, brother? Rocking that beautiful number one on your chest. Love it. Love it. What's up, bro? Things are going good, man. Uh, my tickets to the Lions game. I'm gonna be sitting down in the corner of the end zone, talking to Josh nice. this week about the Steelers game. So nice. uh, the goal is three games this year. So we'll see what happens. Hey man, dude, on a Friday night, man. I'm happy to talk about this team. Dude, it ought to be fun, man. 
Oh, it'd be fun. I mean, especially when you know you're uh, going to get to see the Panthers, man. That's It's fun, man. Football's not too far away, man. I know it feels like it's further than it is, but um, I don't know. This summer's going to be over before you know it. But um, next up, my man Drew. Drew, what's going on with you, bro? What's going on, fellas? How you doing tonight? Ready to oh, talk good. some Panthers football, getting ready for training camp. And hopefully we're not hearing anything else about Baker freaking Mayfield. Yeah, I feel like inevitably that's the discussion for every Friday and Tuesday night. We're talking about Baker Mayfield, and I'm sure we're going to be doing the same thing at some point today. But, um, yeah, we'll get into it, man, because uh, this is the story that refuses to die, apparently. Yeah, I, I, I heard a song today about Baker Mayfield, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. It goes was it, uh, oh, was it I Don't Want No Scrubs? No, I, like that. <laughs> I don't want no school. It was Baker, Baker, you're our man. If you can't screw us, no one can. Oh, hey, I like that. Catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it, man. I like Boy. that. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, from Nine Lives Panther Podcast, Cube is joining us once again. Cube, what's up, brother? What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up? It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Happy to have you with us. Check out Nine Lives Panther Podcast. Also, oh, shout out to fans. KPM, who's currently here. Thank you for the follow on Twitter, brother. I appreciate no it. No hey, and hey, that's a that's a perfect segue. Without further ado, KPM, KPM, what's going on, bro? Oh man, nothing much. Uh, trying to survive this uh, this massive heat wave, man. Oh my God, it's been brutal. Yeah, it's dude. Uh, the other day it was, it was about a hundred over here in Charlotte, man. It, it's, it's crazy hot over here, man. But living in the South, I'm kind of used to it, but it's that time of year, man. Don't leave your pets outside because <laughs> this is not the time of year to do it, man. That's for uh, sure. Listen, I had an all-in-one computer earlier this week and my pet was inside and knocked it over and broke it. I don't know that you want to leave your pets inside either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, but the way things are, man, uh, you know, everybody's going stir crazy. I feel like it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a people or if you're a four legged, a four legged friend. Um, next, it's actually abnormally uh, colder up in New York City. It was like sixty five degrees two days ago. Damn, is it really? God, that yep. sounds like a that sounds like a fairyland at this point. Like that don't even exist. It's so hot down here. But if you ever been down south, it's not the heat. It's yeah, I don't want to, brother. <laughs> I don't want to around this time. Bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, I'll come down in the fall. Introduced yet, Kevin? I don't know where he is. Uh, he's uh, normally a midget wrestling kind of. Oh, there. He, oh, that was gone. <laughs> Damn, it was. Oh, oh, he's back. Hey, all right, Kevin. How are you, buddy? White chocolate espresso. What's up? I'm just chilling. Just being weird. Like always. Yeah. Right. Waiting for my Lakers to take his number one pick from him. Eventually. Oh, wait, wait. Like, Drew, did you say Lakers? Yes. Hey, brother, I didn't know you were a Laker fan. See, this oh, I love this podcast already. <laughs> no. Why are you he's a Laker fan? Me and being a Magic fan, not shock you at all. Oh, yeah, I am a big Magic fan. Y'all blew that. Yeah, y'all, know, yesterday, by the way. y'all know that anytime Probably. I didn't talking, watch any college. But, anytime yeah. we start talking basketball on this podcast, I get real mad, dude. Just know the topics are slim pickings. I, I yeah, I know, one, really. I got really one question are. for you basketball folks. 
This guy in the chat named yes. Peter Butter Hero says Matt Who? Rule should coach the Hornets. Who's he smacking worse, the Hornets or Matt Rule? Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> Probably I mean, both. They've I done don't, goofed I, as it a in the Panther draft. fan. And a non-basketball fan, I'm real good with that. Let Matt Rule quit the Panthers and go coach a Hornet. I'm all right with that, y'all. This guy's a basketball. They make former coaches. Maybe um, Ron Rivera or John Fox will come back. Yeah, I mean, really. Hey, I like that idea. I'll take John Fox. Yeah, I, I listen, yeah, I don't know I, anything I about basketball. Foxwood, but I don't know. It surprised me when I found out that the Hornets actually hired the same coach that they fired to see, like. <laughs> Cody, Bro, basketball is, is the most beautiful shit. Basketball is the most beautiful game of all time. Uh, I don't know. I disagree, I, man. I think it's uh, I think it's football. I miss they when they play defense. Oh, man. I think yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm in the yeah, now. Now, if you fart my, too loud, you get a foul. But you know. But dude, I'm in the Andertal. I need my sports to have violence in order for me to it enjoy. It's just it's either UFC or MMA. That's that's uh, that's my stick. But hey, uh, sorry for the Hornets, man. I guess I was looking more and more like the Panthers. Uh, Done goofed it. It looked like the Hornets were going to go in the opposite direction and actually be the Charlotte team that you could be proud of. But apparently they ain't doing that shit. So hey, but but they got the pieces though. They got the pieces. Yeah, hey, hey, he's yeah. pieces. You think Lamelo Steve, Steve Clifford back? Lamelo might be in LA soon. Yeah, he gonna be. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's get it, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Lamelo and AD. If he'll probably get traded, but you know what I'm saying. Listen, yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, the off grid is correct. Football is king. Forget basketball, dude. This is a football podcast, bro. And that's what the fuck we're talking about. I don't about. pick and choose. Like, I like baseball, too. Baseball, baseball at one point was king to me. So, but you know, I can only watch baseball when I'm drunk at the game. Every time I watch baseball, I'll fall asleep, bro. I ain't gonna count. Uh, no, I, I, I understand. I understand. It's so much better in person. So much better. The last, yeah, I know. The last basketball uh, game I went to, I was literally thrown out of the arena. I don't no way! Are you for real? Why am I not surprised? No, true fact. Yeah, I told you. Did you did you get in it? Did you get in someone's face about an abortion or something? No, <laughs> I told the uh, I told the, the uh, I told the security guard the only person uglier than him was a ref, <laughs> and his wife was the ref. Oh! I said I, I told him, I told him. I said, well, who gets on top in that relationship? And uh, oh, oh, I, was, I was unpolitely escorted out of the building. Oh, it was only shit. it was only a high school game, y'all. And that's oh, no. Come on, bro. High school game. It was. And that's but, how I got banned for life. I wasn't exactly. No, sorry. hey, I got. I, I forgot. I got one more introduction. In my defense. Jay Stubbs, what's up with you, bro? What's up, man? It ain't nothing. As Cody would say, ain't nothing to it but to do it. But I will say this: hey. that um. I know it's kind of slim pickings for uh for sports talk for the oh, Carolina yeah. Panthers, but uh I will say this: in the Cam Newton era, I really hated Seattle, but man, I'm really rooting for them to get their quarterback. Oh, they want. Yeah, I hope yeah. they get Baker Mayfield, baby. Let's go, Pete Carroll, baby. Marriage yeah, made awesome, in heaven, man. dude. I'm loving it, man. Um, and we're definitely gonna get into that, man. We're but I'm trying to, I'm trying to push Baker Mayfield off. 
as far as possible, man, because I feel like that's all we do is talk about him. But I wanted to bring y'all in on this debate, man. Being some of the four-man rush guys, we go back and forth on Twitter, and it prompted this debate. Like a war when they start tweeting. That, I mean, it really Master is sometimes, Master. man. I wanted to get people's opinion because I felt like making the comparison between Ted Ginn Jr. and Robbie Anderson was absurd. It is absurd. Because in my mind, yes, Ted Ginn is Jr. Absurd. is the far superior receiver, the far no, superior football player. No, no, no. He is. So no doubt I made this, well, well, hold on, We'll talk about it. Let me set it up real quick. So I put out this poll on Twitter yesterday. It got 735 votes. And Ted Ginn won the vote with a whopping... 73.6%. Ridiculous. Dude, that's a crazy amount, man. All right, so Kevin, you're going first then, man. If you're on team Robbie Anderson, why are you taking Robbie over Ted Ginn Jr.? And what does he do better than Ted did? Well, Robbie, um, well, I mean, Ted Ginn Jr. had an MVP quarterback throwing in the ball. That's the biggest reason right there. And he only had 700 and something yards, so many drop passes. I mean... If, if Carolina in that 2015 year went, let's say, 5-11, and 11, are we even – is this a discussion at all? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, we do – listen, the hypothetical thing, if you want to do that and say that he was – I mean, we kind of have to. I mean, yeah, I mean, you really do have to. But what I'm saying is, like, what does Robbie Anderson do better? Than Jr. He tweets better. Yeah. Yeah, he is way better on Twitter, no doubt. That's who. But I was at the Colts game that uh, that went in overtime, and I was like right in front of the end zone where he dropped that wide open pass. I'm. It killed me. I uh, screamed my head off. <laughs> Rob, Robbie's better. On, Robbie's better on. Robbie Anderson's better on Twitter than he is on the football field. He catches more people on Twitter than he does on the football field. Well, he's really great at Twitter, though. That's I not... mean, Rob, Rob, Ted Ginn can do in run around. He confuses the shit out of me on Twitter. Yeah, t- t- Ted Ginn can do can do in run arounds. In a pinch, he could probably he could probably line up at running back. In I mean, Robbie Anderson did a lot of course year. He could he do um, kickoff returns too. Yeah, he kickoff returns, and you got to remember when Ted Ginn spent three years in San Francisco. And all he does was returns. The only time he was really and, good was with us. And he gave us, yeah, it, to me it's like Cam Newton, if you go by every guy who came here, they had their best years here. Like it's, like, yeah. it's not even close. No one ever says that, but, yeah. you know, you can look I, at the stats, man. The, the, oh, the, one, sure. the one thing about Cam Newton's MVP year, year, and let's not take nothing away from Cam or anybody else, but if you look at the – the, the, the rate of returns, as far Ted Ginn would often have us starting at the 40-yard line or, or, or midfield, it was a lot less far to go but to get those touchdowns. Yeah. I would say, so, what's the question, though? It's not which kick return, it's which receiver. I will say this, and, uh, and like, I don't know, man. Um, this is, like, this is pretty slim pickings, and I hate to say it, but Besides DJ Moore, I mean, they've been our best two receivers for the past, what, 10 they years? Have. 
Ten years. That's I, the yeah. best receiver. What That's thing the about argument. Yeah, one thing about Ted Gurner, no matter who his quarterback was, because remember he started out in Miami, no matter what worst quarterback he had, he never dissed his quarterback. He never threw anything at his quarterback on the sideline. Well, he uh, never played with Sam Darnold either. He though. never got on social media <laughs> with Jimmy and Foster, said he though. was going to retire if they bring a quarterback in. He never did all that. You're talking about Ted Ginn? Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's true. And, uh, so, uh, let, let me put devil's advocate here, right? Yeah. Like, Obviously, I think Ted Ginn Jr. because, I mean, one, that 2015 season, our, offense, it, our offense is predicated. Now, but look, that's important, though. That offense is predicated on Cam Newton and Ted Ginn Jr. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton opened up everything short and intermediate because you had to be fearful of Cam running the football. Shout out but Greg then we, when we yeah. weren't doing that, we were using Ted Ginn to take some of the most beautiful deep shots in quite literally in the history of Panthers football. And Robbie that, that, that? that matters to me, man. Robbie That's a big that? deal. And by the way, I don't think that Robbie Anderson – has ever taken the top off of a defense in a way that defenses had to respect Ted Ginn Jr. Because they had to respect the quarterback. Let's 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 do this. Let's we also let's, had Greg Olson. Let's pretend to swap yeah. the two out. Let's put let's put uh, Robbie Anderson in with Cam Newton during those years and put Ted Ginn in with Sam in the offense that we saw last exactly. year. Exactly. Okay, let's do um, that. And you know yeah. what? I do want to do that, Kenneth, because we're going to do the same thing in a little bit with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. And right. that's why I'm not that's why I'm not poo-pooing this hypothetical about okay, well, what if you did put Robbie on that 2015 team? Because yeah. that is a part of the conversation. And I'm going to do the same thing with Baker Mayfield later, because I think he's the same quarterback as Sam, but has had the benefit of a much better offensive line. But we'll stay on track right now. Do you think that Robbie Anderson would have been able to produce similar results on that same, you know, 2014 through 16 teams where he look had at, the most of his success? Look at Ginn's receiving He yards. wasn't there 14, was he? When did no, he, he come? Because he left, he left he went, and then came he went back. To Arizona, right? He went to Arizona yeah. and gave us a fumble in the playoff game. Remember that? He just fumbled. Right, but then he came back to us, right? Yeah, like right. The, 2016 yeah. was okay. his best year, though. 2016, yeah. he had, like, what, 10 touchdowns? Yeah. No, I think it was 2015, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, even though, even though 16 might have had better numbers, he was definitely more impactful, I feel, in 15. Just because it was he only he didn't have fifth in fifteen he had ten receiving touchdowns. He had under eight hundred yards. Like Cam, Cam Newton also had so many of them though. Yeah, and he he dropped think, so many Greg Olson Greg Olson had a thousand yeah, sixteen and sixteen a, though he rushed for four, he rushed fourteen times. So yeah, that, that was that, ball for 14 times. That was that little Marty Hart. I can, I can say Marty, that but, uh, Robbie Anson really rushed for fourteen times with those you know those uh <laughs> Shovel passes. Yeah, that well, that, that's the point, though. Everywhere. If you look at it that way, would not Ted Ginn be better in the shuttle passes than Robbie Anderson? Because Ted yeah. Ginn's we, built, built a lot like a they never really DJ Moore. Carolina. And that's true. They never really did that with Ted Ginn Jr., but the few times that they did, yeah. uh, he was able to do it successfully, man. And like my man off grid says, Ginn had that track speed. Yeah. Like yeah, once, yeah. He, once he got the hauling ass, once he hit that top speed, 
I don't know, man. Like, he dropped me, that, a lot of those. Yeah, th- th- there was a clip too. online. I actually tried to find it on YouTube because I wanted to see the whole clip and I couldn't. But there was a clip where Ted Ginn started out one way, reversed it. It was near the end zone. He turned around, went like, I mean, it, it, and went the entire yeah. across the field on end runaround type deal. Now, if you look at that one play, Robbie Anderson would never do that. Now, Rob, in Robbie's defense, Robbie would just try to run over somebody. And also, yeah. di- didn't Ted Ginn have a – I know this is Carolina Panthers or whatever, but didn't he have a pretty solid uh, couple seasons in uh, uh, New Orleans? I think he had one. Orleans. New Orleans. I think he had yeah. one good season. I guess, yeah. I guess we had to get yeah. throwing him the football for a little bit. Hey, KPM, your, your, your volume is, like, really low. I don't know if you need to change your audio source. But also, um, like, Ted Ginn had, like, 45% catch percentage. Well, yeah, that's a, okay, but look, that's another thing. Let, let's talk about that. Who has better hands? Because I feel like I don't know. Robbie you Anderson Robbie is just as known for his drops than, than uh, he take, is anything else. I think Ted Guinness, too. But is it, I, I, I think I, if you take what the quarterback – now you can't do that either because I've never heard Ron Rivera talk about Robbie Anderson. So I but here's know. the thing, though. Can we <laughs> can we admit that, like, wasn't that a one-season thing? Like didn't wasn't Robbie kind of like a one season thing? Like it was Ted last did his year. whole career. That yeah. that dude was dropping yeah. layups. He had some dropsies, man. That's for damn sure. Um, he caught the hard. I mean, I, I I don't know though. That, like I'm saying, like that's why I'm asking. If you like, let's say you had a good team, and you had to pick between either of those two, a prime Ted Ginn Jr. and a prime Robbie Anderson. That might be for him right now. Who knows? I got but, a question. Okay. Who gets more separation in our Super Bowl, Ted Ginn or Robbie Anderson? I, mean, I still can't Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn, I think. Right. My opinion. That doesn't mean just deep balls. It means like slants, you know, everything else. I've seen, I mean, remember guys, Ted Ginn was, he was doing some pretty good stuff, you know, during the Super Bowl run. Like Cody said, he took a lot of end around. He, he got to the second level and was he just took off on folks. If you go back and look, there's sometimes, or obviously he's not Tyreek Hill, but he would just run by guys. Catch, catch, oh, he was, he was definitely pass. a deep threat. There's no doubt about it. How about this? I think it's at least fair to say that in his prime, Ted Ginn was one of the very fastest players in all the NFL. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I, I can't say that he was for sure the fastest, but let me tell you, it's damn sure close. I mean, that man can run a, a low four too, man. Did you bring, think, uh, hear Steve Smith on like Pat McAfee when he's talking about like fast receivers, how like it hurts them in route running because they're so fast they can't like stop on a dime or something like that? Yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I wonder if you thought about that. But that's why that's why I think DJ Moore is such a talented receiver because he does have a little bit of that where he can he can run really fast. But his body control has gotten a lot better, and I think that's something that he can do, which is why I think Steve compared himself to DJ. But yeah, um, he needs to yeah. run cleaner routes, so. though. All right, can you guys yeah, hear me now? Running a lot cleaner routes. Yeah, I hear you now, KP. My thing okay. with Robbie is my whole thing with Robbie Anderson is like it seems like he's kind of like, and I don't want to like diminish him because he's a man and everything, but it seems like he he gets in his feelings a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. He's I, don't know, he I don't know. I don't know. He's by far more emotional. You know what I'm saying? Robbie, oh, for sure. Quiet. I met him a couple of times. He's kind of quiet, you know, kept to himself. Yeah. He had, you know, kind of, I don't know. 
I'll like Robbie, Smith. though. Steve like Smith Robbie. was very in his feelings. Yeah, but then again, though, it's like yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't look the same when you're the not production. Putting, yeah. yeah, when you're not yeah, putting yeah. up Steve Smith numbers. KPM, let me go back to you, man. What were you trying to say uh, before your audio was having issues? Okay, so I was wanting to talk about like one of my favorite Ted Ginn plays. Oh yeah, uh, it was like the 2016 game at um, at Oakland when Cam just unleashed a freaking yeah. goal, 88 for an 88 yard touchdown. It's probably one of the best throws I ever seen Cam Newton ever make because that was yeah. such a beautiful throw. Is that the one in the back of the end zone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they tried to cheat him and say incomplete, and that was a that was a dime. Uh dude, that was that that 2016 season was so rough. Just coming off the back of that 2015, man. Super Bowl. Khalil Mack had his way with our offensive line that day, man. That's but yes, that was one that. of the most beautiful passes I've ever seen from Ted. So it's uh, when, when you mentioned Ted Ginn passes, that's one of the ones that comes up. But also the Thursday night Saints game uh, yes. on Thursday night football, Cam launched a missile connected with Ted Ginn in the back of the end zone. Initially, they called it out of bounds. They said it was out of bounds, but then they checked the replay, brought it back. Dude, also, look at their man, quarterbacks, man. Like. Take in play yeah. with Drew Brees and Cam Newton at their prime. And Robbie Anderson said, what, Teddy Bridgewater is their best quarterback? And plus, Robbie played New York, so he got that kind of hyped up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah, got to look. Mean, you gotta yeah, look. Right. Ted Ginn was the first-round pick, was he not? Yeah. Robbie Anderson was undrafted. So, Robbie Anderson, yeah. or Ted yeah. Ginn Jr., had a lot of prestige being that first-round pick. So. Yeah. I will say this, though. Uh. Ted Ginn had one of the worst drops in my entire fandom. Yeah. It was during the Colts game. We were freezing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was there, man. And we were freezing cold, soaking wet, ready to go home. And this motherfucker dropped the like dropped the ball. And we're like, and I love my I love the Panthers, man, but it's like freezing cold and it's pouring mm-hmm. down rain. And he just drops a wide open. Go ahead. We end up oh. winning the game anyway. I was screaming. That's why you're number two receiver. Does anybody sure. remember who was the guy that uh, deflected that pass that Keekley picked in overtime that won us that game? What do you mean? Which one? So when it was oh, tied at twenty six, Andrew Luck like threw it over the middle. Somebody like oh. popped the receiver. The ball popped up and Keekley picked it. It was Star. Who was the guy it? that did that? What is it? Star K one, right? I don't remember. Wait, am I thinking about? Isn't that the same fumble where he ripped the ball out of the dude's hands? No, am I thinking of the right Buffalo. game? You're thinking of Buffalo, I think. Well, he just, or I know, I Luke, Luke won us so many games just himself. I know, man. Yeah, I'll never, I, really I will never forget. I would never forget how much I, how much I uh, was so cocky and arrogant when I walked into work the the following day after Luke Keekley literally obliterated Tony Romo. Yeah, my my personal favorite night. moment. I, oh, I, I, I could not get more cocky. My personal favorite moment of Keekley back to back interceptions against Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, do y'all remember? Yep. Y'all remember that? Uh, it, 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 it was either 2013 or 14. It was in the rain at home against New Orleans, and Luke Kickley went off and had like 24 tackles. Like that's when he set the record for the most tackles in a game. Yeah, that Dude, was a monsoon I, out there. Yeah, it was. It was literally like a monsoon out there. But Luke Kingsley, man, just flying that, that, around. Just that was the game dudes. that Jonathan Stewart 
rolled on top of a player, but he never touched yeah, the ground. Yep. He, you're right. They, he called, they, they, had, they had to do a challenge, but they ended up giving him the touchdown. But he never touched the ground. Now, I remember yeah. Hickson's touchdown to win, that, win the division that game. I don't know if some of y'all watched it, but when Steve Smith caught that one pass by the sideline and the whole world swore he, he stepped out of bounds, and he just he stayed in bounds and ran like a fifty yard yeah. touchdown. That was one amazing place too. Mm-hmm. Dude, the good times, folks. The good times. Now we're right here, like yeah. I know. the best, the best, the, my best Steve Smith catch was against Houston. the Rams. Or was against the Rams. Oh, the yeah. Clown? yeah, that that that. Yeah, I was so worn out that game. I, I was exhausted. Dude, you know what's funny about that catch? Like nobody talks I about just, the play before that. Yeah. Is when. Uh, the defender grabbed C. Smith and like threw his head into the ground. What what what, what people talk about? Uh, yeah, that game, we we that. almost lost that game. Both kickers for the Short. Rams and the Panthers missed yeah. the kick. Multiple I remember kicks. That. Kenneth, I thought and I, you're correct because I thought the Rams kicker made it and I was pissed. But yeah. then they showed the replay; he was like an inch short, and I'm yeah, like, they missed yeah. both ways. I was like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go watch that game. You go watch that game. It's that, that's uh, football is a totally different game now. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. You're right. You can get that game on on YouTube quite yeah, quite often free. You just gotta. I'm sure it. So, it was a great game. So it 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 games back then were really football games because the receivers had to fight to get down the field. A lot of them did. Yeah, well, and you couldn't just and you couldn't just throw slant routes either. Yeah. Uh, that, that's if you were running. If you were that, running across yeah. the middle of the field, yeah. especially especially yeah. like if you knew where those linebackers roam, mm-hmm. they would light you the That's why Randy wants to do it. That, that's Randy something else to bring up on Mike Bobby Miller, Anderson. Miller. Oh, yeah. yeah t- take some of them shots Robbie Anderson goes downfield for. What happens if he had to fight to get downfield to catch that ball? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I mean, who do you think has more fight between the two? Like, who was more physical, Robbie or Ted? I think Ted was because Ted had to. Ted learned. I think he learned to be physical like that on special teams. Well, I mean, that's my opinion though. I don't is know. Rob, where is Rob, Robbie's from Florida, right? Yeah, I, I believe don't know so. where he's from. He looks like he's from Florida with the hair. He's definitely one of those island boys. He looks like an island Florida boy. island boy. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with the Florida kid because them Florida guys are crazy, bro. Yeah. And so look, I'm gonna like. Again, I would take Ted. I think Ted is the better receiver because of the top end speed. So that's why I'm going with him. I do think, and obviously for the sake of the Panthers' future, like, yeah, I do hope that Robbie can serve that same kind of role. I've said the Panthers' deep threat receiver is cursed because we just do not have the quarterback in the offensive line to be able to stretch the field. He's from New Jersey. (laughs) Is he really? Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Oh, but that makes oh, sense why he went to Temple. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, he went to Temple. Yeah. That now, why really why Big George says in the chat that uh, Ted Ginn's dad was real tough on him? That's why he was. Well, he was a coach. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him with Pat McAfee. Well, I know Robbie lives in Florida now. That I do know. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah I did know that uh, his dad was a coach. He went to Ohio State. Um, JD, I hope so, brother. Man, I, I really, dude, that's one. That's one of the only things I'm hoping for, man. Is that Matt Corral gets some way to 
Lighted up this year. Sheena but. was on uh, a podcast today. That's what she said. She said that she said she talked. That they asked her about uh, about Baker Mayfield and trading, and she said it's the same as it was three months ago. Ain't nothing changed. Nothing at all changed. The only difference is some of these NFL reporters are actually realizing that what the local reporters said three months ago were actually right. No, that's, there's, that's, there's no news, bro. So there's the no news at all. Hey, is Baker going? Where's no. Baker going? And, and that, a lot of that is Baker because undisputed. Where's Baker yeah, going? Yeah, a lot of that Give is because if you watch some of the pressers last week, they're all on vacation. The personnel, the coaches, they're all on vacation. Hell, they're on vacation during the year, bro. Well, they may be, but they all <laughs> ain't there now. Matt Rule either use all. I made that kind of money. I take me about a vacation. I take me. Two weeks off a month, if I could. Then, of course, I probably wouldn't have that kind of money anymore either. So you could be Kyrie Irving. <laughs> no, he'd be worse. He'd be a uh, what's his name out of the Wizards? John Are you on the Rockets now? Hey, uh, yeah. Kim, you still there? You still with us? I don't think so. I won't go back to Kim. But like part of the reason also why I'm not. Um, like why I'm not down on like making the hypotheticals of putting Robbie Anderson on that 2015 team is because this is one of the reasons why I don't want Baker Mayfield because I've done this same thought experiment with Baker. And are you going to tell me that we're talking about a vastly different quarterback in Baker Mayfield? If he had been on the jets for three years and that Panthers offensive line last year, like, do you, like, for all the things that Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield fans want, do you think that you would have seen any of those traits in him if he were under those same circumstances? Because I'll be real. I don't. I really don't. I think Sam and Baker's arms are comparable. I think Sam is more mobile. Baker might make better decisions. But, again, how much of that is because of the really good offensive line that he's had around him for the past Three years, you know. I think, I think that's relevant to this conversation. They're both, they're both Salisbury steak, bro. Yeah. I, I I believe I believe <laughs> what's going to get Sam benched this year is the same thing that that should have benched him last year. Is the simple fact is defenses aren't dumb. They know no matter what happens, it's still Sam Darnold. You get a few hits, you get a few licks. He's going to freak out. She just said it on that podcast, and I kind of agree. About week four or five, they're going to bench Sam for Matt Corral and see how it goes. If he's uh, ready, I'm hoping week one he starts. He's you not know. guaranteed to be ready, though, man. You know what I mean? No, but but OTAs and again, OTAs are what they are. They're not physical at all. But OTAs, the only thing he had to learn was the um, the uh, uh. Uh, pre-snap stuff. Pre- yeah, that's what giving him trouble. My, my yeah, that's what they said. It's giving him trouble. Yeah, I definitely don't want that out there. But, but by the way, it's understandable but, too. I mean, yeah, and, he, and he also has five weeks to start to better learn the play. But by the way, so, considering the time to which he was drafted to now, and it's a new offense, I don't expect anyone to come in and be fully prepared to make checks at the line of scrimmage. Like, but Patrick Mahomes wasn't yeah, doing it. Deshaun but, wasn't doing it. No, but let's be real. Is Sam no, too much better? Oh, if, if Sam can do pre-stab, is he much better? Yeah. 
Sam's yeah. like, hey, hey, shit. You know, I I I said on Twitter and 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 where are we earlier this week and Tony repeated it Thursday. I say here again, choosing between Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield is like choosing which bowl of shit you want to eat, cow shit or horse shit. Pick one. Oh, they feels that way, man. Hey Cody, I got probably got cow shit because it has mushrooms in it. It's not a good trip. Man, that's crazy, bro. You're gonna die tripping. But uh, like my thing is like, and like you can say what you want, but like people really think Baker's gonna get here and then immediately not want an extension. Like, right? That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that it exactly. does not seem. It seems like that's what he would do. He doesn't want to be here. So I mean, right? Well, good. We don't want him here. Let him go yeah. to Seattle. I mean, if well, he doesn't want him in Seattle, he's not gonna resign. So. And by the way, what do y'all make of this? Mary Kate Cabot, she's one of the beat reporters for the Browns. She maintains that this is a possibility of something that could happen still. Um, and then it was also uh, reported been on this trip for it's, the it's, longest. It's, 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 it's been a possibility for. It's been yeah. a realistic possibility since before the draft. I tell you so, what, the uh, Scott Federer's biggest, uh, and I like Scott. He's a man. I like him. But his biggest miscount was him saying they're in on every deal. So everybody knows just say, hey, Carolina possible. Hey, Carolina possible. Hey, look, they're in on every deal. Carolina and their dumbest shit. Carolina possible. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I almost feel like it's media fabricated at this point. Like, I wouldn't uh, doubt it if they were act, uh, acting on, on behalf of the Browns just trying to Continue to make this happen. Also, exactly. uh, but the Panthers could come was, out and just. I mean, we definitely were, we're, also, we're definitely trying reported, to trade. It was reported like, that the Seattle Seahawks were apparently still interested, and then that started going around too. They're not true. If who do you think between the two is more realistic in terms of going to get Baker Mayfield, the Panthers, or the Seahawks? I think it's us, just because that if. Seriously, if they would if they would trade him and pay most of the salary, I think he'd be a yeah. Panther already. I really yeah. do. Yeah, Drew, what I do you think, man? I think if they ate most, I said I agree with Jay Stubb. If they ate most of the salary and we only had to pay like five million, they would have made the trade already. It'd be done. They don't want to pay a quarterback another quarterback any more than five to six million dollars. That's why Cam hasn't signed because that's all they really want to pay. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. got 15 million wrapped up in Sam Darnold. They don't want to spend another 10 to 12 on another quarterback that's going to possibly him. sit the bench. And I mean, if you bring in Cam and you pay him 10 to 15, 10 to 12, and then you got 18 million on the bench in Sam Darnold, I mean, it makes no sense. And on top well, of that, too, it's like they're going to want to, you know, they want to sell tickets, bro. And hey, Baker Mayfield, new, new beginnings, come buy yeah. your tickets. Well, I, you know, think, I don't know if Baker Mayfield sells tickets. You can bring Cam back, and that'll bring dude, people. To the state. There's a lot of people from Ohio who live. Unfortunately, in with this North fan Carolina, base, with this fan base, there's a lot of people who like Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, a lot, man. A lot more than. And I do think I Carolina would most likely trade for him, other than Seattle. On Seattle's trading for him. You know what I mean? Did you say if you're Baker, which one makes more sense? He wants to go to Seattle. He don't want to come to Carolina. Yeah. If I I'm think, Baker, I'm coming to Carolina because Seattle, Seattle's trash. Seattle's worse than we are. And you don't Dude. want to follow Russ. 
Cody, to, could you no. imagine week four, Baker Mayfield's? I mean, I'll, I'll be all for it. Throw a Matt Rule under the bus. He's gotten so many coaches fired, man. I know. See, that's a plus. One coach he couldn't get fired. <laughs> Wait, what was the coach he couldn't get fired? I Matt, Matt Rule, Rule. unfortunately for us, Matt Rule would be the one coach Baker couldn't get fired. Yeah. Matt, Matt Rule's a cuck. <laughs> hey, um, hey, draft Chuba. I like how he runs. <laughs> oh, he's running something, all right. Stupid shit. Right hey, right his right wife right. told him, don't come home if he didn't draft Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> don't come home and don't bring him. him. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I'm trying to see where this, uh, uh, why did Jordan in the chat was saying that there's um, new information from uh, Aaron Wilson. Uh, Baker Mayfield, okay, so this is from Pro football, uh, Pro football Network. Baker Mayfield officially remains on the Cleveland Browns roster in a state of professional limbo. Excused from a mandatory minicamp as he continues to rehab from offseason shoulder surgery. The former top overall pick and Heisman Trophy winner awaits a change of scenery. It's quiet for now, a league source has said. Um, so we got Browns- Cody. We got one guy who's in limbo. And we got a guy who can see the motherfucker because he sees ghosts and shit. Yeah. Which is not we good. got a guy that should be in limbo. Yeah. yeah. No, he should be um, out of the league, for being honest. So the Browns want to trade Mayfield uh, and shed as much of his $18.8 million salary as possible. Mayfield, likewise, wants to be traded and have a fresh start, potentially a lucrative new contract. And that's a point that Jay Stubbs is making, too. Like, you know, they're going to want uh, he's probably gonna want an extension. He's not playing but, on one year deal, bro. He won't. He won't. He won't get an extension in Carolina. Just flat out, he's not getting it. And if they trade for him, if the Panthers trade for him, they don't have to give him an extension. It's like, dude, you're under contract. Show the fuck up and play the yeah, ball. But, yeah, but you say that, but you saw what Robbie did last summer. Well, yeah, but too bad. Well, you know what? That and how'd that prove? How'd that work out for us? That well, was an ass. That was a screw yourself in the ass deal. Yeah, but we should have. We should have. We, we should have done what White Chocolate wanted to do with trade Robbie last year. That's I'm what not we saying that's did right. I'm when, saying when that's we what had when do. he had trade value. And Dude. Baker Mayfield. Baker Thank Mayfield you. has absolutely zero right to ask for an extension. He ain't done jack shit. What what, what what's he gonna do? I played Agreed. so great last year in Cleveland. And I should get some more money. Dude, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that this is how these players are, bro. That's how it yeah, is. This I, is the I, new era. I, I understand. I understand. But my point is, that's what we lack in Carolina. We lack a coach with Moxie. We we got one. He's told to shut up and sit back and be quiet. We got to cut because yeah, coach. yeah. Because if you coach, if you don't coach, and I can't coach, whatever he said. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. I mean, we, we, we need guys who love to be coaching. You know, we, you know, we need a coach coach. that's going to tell. You know what? I'll just be this way. We need a coach, and even if he has to get on the front of the media and say, this player needs to figure out what he's doing on the field before he worries about his paycheck. Do you know who reminds me of Matt Rule when he talks? Do you remember when George Bush said the most dumbest shit ever? Oh, when he's like, uh, he does have some cool. George Bush. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, fool me once, you can't fool me again, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He kind of uh, has those happy idiot vibes. It's like, you know, he's. 
you know, he's hopeful, but at the same time, you know, he doesn't really know what he doesn't. I will know. never forget him him having like his his pep talks in the, in the locker room. No wonder we come out flat in the second half. You guys go out there and get hard and push it. <laughs> and you remember when that one reporter was at George W. Bush? That'd be hilarious if somebody just started throwing their shoes at Matt. Uh, throw their shoe. <laughs> yeah, it might be Robbie Anderson. Uh, Matt Rule threw it at Robbie Anderson. He'd probably drop it, though. Robbie's going to whoop Cody's ass for putting that uh, pole up. But you know what? Robbie um, ain't whooping shit. He just tweets real, real, real. You, you, you know what? It. In reality, uh, even if you trade, I don't understand what he's disagreeing with. But um, even if you trade for Baker Mayfield, then it's still up to Scott Fritterer to decide if he wants to give uh, Baker a new contract. But here's the thing, though. You're right. Because again, I'm not saying you're not you're not right. But what I'm saying yeah. is, he gets traded here, and then he's like, "Well, uh, I need an extension." You really think we're not going to give him one? Like seriously? We probably like, would. Like we would look so stupid to trade for a quarterback. We we, we would look stupid to do, to give him extension. Yeah, you're right. But, but, I mean, I mean, way, it's the same instance when we traded for Baker Mayfield. We traded for Sam. I really just, just keep Sam and then and then call it a season. To be honest, well, with I, you. I I would too. I I, I would too. Mm-hmm. We traded for Sam, and I know a lot of people gives the gives Scott Fitter down the road for picking up the fifth year option, but he literally had to pick up that. He had to say yes, I'll pick up the fifth year option, or no, I wouldn't. Literally a week after. The draft ended a week. He didn't hey, really have me, uh, any time to think let about me, Let me read this part real quick because I think it matters. Uh, the interest between the Seahawks and Mayfield is mutual. And that's another thing. Good, I, don't want someone, I don't want someone <laughs> that doesn't want to be here, man. He has said on podcasts, he has said yeah. numerous times before, that he doesn't want to be here, man. And it's like this is going to be the guy that's going to save the season for us. Bullshit, man. We don't want him, and he doesn't want us. So I'm kind of over it. Um, hey, real quick, Go I ahead. wanted to uh, read the uh, $10 love bomb. If we screw up and win the Super Bowl this year, do we still fire Matt? Fool. I'm to the point I'd be okay with it. I would credit the players and the coordinators southbound. Appreciate that $10 love bomb, man. I don't know. That's pretty tall. I think if you make a Super Bowl, you're probably not getting fired. Dude, we're not winning the Super Bowl, guys. I hate to say with that. all yeah. with all due respect, the only thing we'll probably be winning is a tank ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so much of it depends on the quarterback position, man. Like, maybe maybe it's just me being naive, but I'm not writing it off that Matt Corral couldn't come in and have some level of success. I'm not saying that he would blow us away, but I'm saying that our offense, you know. We can build an offense around him that could be easy enough for him to start, make some routine, complete passes, and just let him play, man. I don't even think it has to be that hard with the upgrades you made on the O-line. Um, if I could throw this in there real quick, because it just hit me as I was replying on the chat. Uh-huh. Scott Fitterer is from organization who frequently trades for these kind of fellas, but don't give an extension. They traded for Javon Clowney, 
and never gave him an extension and lost him the very next year in free agency. This is a quarterback, though. Well, they also, I mean, that's, yeah, but that's defensive end, which is more important, your quarterback or a stud defensive lineman? Uh, quarterback? Quarterback. Well, it depends on Those depends are probably on how good number the one offensive line is. Quarterback, left tackle, defensive end, in my opinion, the top three. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I, I know Seattle, Seattle has this rapport of trading for players and then not necessarily give them extension. Did not the Rams do that with Von Miller? They traded for him mid, uh, last year and then lost him to the Bills this year. But that's different, though, that they were adding a lot. We did the same thing with Jared Allen, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. add the yeah. piece to try to add to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I'm just saying that uh, there ain't no guarantee that just because you traded for a guy, you're giving him a quarterback. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying, I'm not right saying Baker Mayfield may not ask for one. I'm just if, – if I'm if I'm the Panthers, I'm, I'm just asking him one simple question, dude. Why? Kenneth, look, you're right, man, but listen, this, this is my thing. This is the thing I dread the most, and trust me, I don't dread much. Yeah. But I cannot stand her. We we suck all year long. Yeah. And every third commercial is ba- Baker Mayfield and his fucking yeah. perfect. I know. It's so terrible, man. I don't yeah. want to see that at all. I, I agree, dude. I do. I, I agree. I'm not – I'm not disagreeing with you. I just and also I, like have I, we not I, I done this two years in a row? Yes. Matt Rule's first year, we traded for a middle of the road basic bitch in Teddy Bridgewater. And by the way, fans and the organization is ready to kick him to the curb after one year. Right. Then next year, we do the same thing for an unproven Sam Donald. That goes terrible. Now we're looking to move on from him again. Why should I be under the illusion? That this time is going to be any different. Exactly. And also, I just, also, you know, no one can, uh, yeah. no one has been able to give me a good answer as to how. Yeah, but it's going Cody, to be different. To, really, Cody, you need to realize though that what you said as well, that should help you realize that our front office is very incompetent when it comes to trying to solve these problems with basically like duct tape. I yeah, disagree. It's not even Doug Moore, Matt Rule. He has this, he has control of the roster. This, I think this, he's trying to this organization him. lost so many brains when they fired Ron Rivera. They just I, think I think Matt Rule's trying to force you know uh, Scott Fitter's hand and trying to trade for uh, Baker. I don't think he wants him. That's why he keeps I mean, rejecting these trades. I, 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 and I guess my okay. bottom line is I wouldn't extend Baker because I wouldn't bring him in here. But didn't Ben McAdoo say at one point though that he didn't want Baker Mayfield? So yeah, like, he, he said that about Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I, I I really don't think the Panthers are that high on bringing Baker Mayfield in. I believe a lot of it is media guys. I mean, let's be honest. How many people? How many of the same media folks guaranteed us? Guaranteed us that if he's available, uh, Kenny Pickett was going to be our quarterback in the draft. How many people guaranteed us we'd take the quarterback in the draft? And I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about this very same people that said we're, we've got a lot of connections with, the, with the, that, that we're dealing with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, if you look at the mock drafts, it was like 50-50. A lot of them had us taking a left tackle. But I will say this about our, our organization, Cody, mainly the team. The one thing I, well, I don't want Baker Mayfield, because the biggest thing we're missing from this team is leadership. And that starts from the top down. And I do not want to bring another guy who's not a good leader. As soon as we start losing, he's going to blame everybody else but mm-hmm. himself. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
We 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 we've never replaced the leaders we lost in one year. In one year, we lost Cam, we lost Luke, we lost we lost uh, Olson. I can't remember all of them. We lost even Peppers lost, when they came back. Yeah, we lost yeah. so many leaders in one year that it yeah. was our leader is Shaq and, Thompson, bro. That's crazy. I maintain that that was one of the main reasons we signed Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't no he ain't no leader either, man. I love Christian, but he ain't no leader. But he, I, he, 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 Christian needs to worry about how to play running back position without being hurt every year. No, nah, I think his girlfriend wearing him out. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I I've him. seen his, I've seen his girlfriend online. I don't know that I'd blame him though, to be honest about it. Yeah, hey, damn right. <laughs> hey, before we go forward, I gotta add one of the four horsemen of the C three Panthers podcast to the show. The voice that makes the noise. What's Godzilla. up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing, sir? What are you up to, buddy? Play Warzone. Bizzle in his bizzle. Just figured I'm going to watch the, the Friday free-for-all. Might as well be a part of it. Let you guys watch hey. me play some Call of Duty while I'm at it. Oh, yeah. That's oh, great like entertainment. That. <laughs> hey, put him on the big screen, Cody. There you go. Hey, hey, you, you're the one who said uh, you want us to watch it, so uh, nah, hey, no nah, pressure, nah, man. Nah, so. nah, nah. You're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, what's up, though? Uh, oh, hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to get your opinion. Um, I know you saw all the stuff going on on Twitter yesterday. We talked about it here a little bit. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. and Robbie Anderson, if you have your pick, who you picking? Who's the Ted better Ginn receiver? Jr. in a heartbeat, bro. Hey, my boy. That's my man. There in a go. heartbeat. I, I will just, say this, is there, though, it is a, it is is there a, a particular reason why? Like his, what, 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 what do you no. think? What do you think Ted Ted does uh, at a higher level? You think? You know, um, listen. I think he's got better sp- top end speed. Number one, um, and you know, second, how many times did we hear him? You know, th- was there a controversy outside of him not being able to catch a ball? Right? Like, I mean. The, that was really the extent of his problems. Now, granted, that's a big problem for a wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. But we've also seen a really bad Robbie Anderson. We've seen one good year of Robbie Anderson, and that was okay. It wasn't even, like, a good year that I would put into that category of, like, man, that was a great year. I wish we could have Robbie Anderson back. It's just not, like, I think we were all right with him getting a deal. Um, I think a lot of us were had, had concerns about his contract when it was sold, uh, or when we uh, signed it, rather that it was too much because it just yeah. felt odd, you know, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think Ted Ginn jr. Uh, has a high, had a higher upside than Robbie Anderson does. I think your nostalgia over the 2015 season is corrupted. That's, that's definitely, that's definitely part of it. Hey, t- tell me when, when uh, Robbie Anderson had a, as much of an impact on a, on a, as, as Ted Ginn did it on our 2015 season. Yeah, that's a I mean, I'm not saying they both weren't be impactful. They were definitely there that needed it. But like, yeah. I can see Robbie filling in that role just as good as Tekken. And people forget, man, we had like the best tight end in the league outside of Gronk. And we had an MVP yeah. quarterback compared to Teddy Bridgewater and Sunday. I mean, that's a big drop off. But, but also remember, we had the best tight end in the league because the offensive coordinator, Mike Martz, who actually was the offensive coordinator when they traded because he didn't like Greg Olson has never coached in the NFL since. Dude, I just missed the really? days. You just threw it He's to Greg. He's never coached in the threw, NFL since. 
you knew it was going to be, he was going to catch yeah. it. Right. Those yeah. Days, bro. Yeah. But you know, also, that, uh, what the- the, it was in the New Orleans game in 2015. Cam threw a ball. It was kind of a bad ball. Right. But it was like on a fourth down, and Greg Olson had to palm Oops. it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that. Greg Olson's yeah. the man. Remember the one he yeah. scooped? Remember the one that he scooped up from the from almost almost touched the ground on fourth down? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He had to like really save that play right there, man. I do miss that. That that one versus Seattle in the end zone, that's my favorite Greg Olson catch. And let's not remember like take uh I mean Robbie Anderson had over a thousand yards with Teddy. Ted Ginn couldn't get over eight hundred yards with Cam MVP. Yeah, but you you in my opinion, you're comparing I think the game changed. I mean, from from to now. Well, if you look Yo, at the offensive line too that year, we had a really good offensive line. We could run the football. We had everything well. great. And better. plus, there was a like there was like a long stretch there where teams wouldn't even get past half a uh, midfield because our defense was so good. Y'all remember that? It was like yeah. four games in a row where teams didn't even our get past midfield. Our defense led the league in turnovers and had over forty forced turnovers. So, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think uh, I think he's right. I think that we just. I think it's closer up. than people think. It yeah, we're getting caught up on that Super Bowl season. Uh, yeah. let, let me ask you a question about Olsen, just because mm-hmm. I got in a discussion with a person uh, a couple days ago over it. He's a Bears fan, though. But uh, um, Greg Olsen, I remain the fact that Greg Olsen came to Carolina at the right time. We had an offensive coordinator who actually was working the offense around the tight ends. If Greg Olson would have came here when John Fox was head coach, Olson would have not had the season he had. Oh, definitely. Because John Fox didn't believe in throwing to tight ends. If you couldn't block, you wasn't worth playing to John Fox as a tight end. That has to be the best trade ever, right, for us? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Petey Quick, another member of the Nine Lives Panther podcast. Hey, Petey Quick. What's up? That's a heck of a profile picture, by the way. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah Petey Quick. Uh, he's not shy about his opinions about Matt Rule. Who's <laughs> punching him? Hey guys, don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, the owner, our owner. Hey, oh, okay. Team, I, oh, I don't know if I ever got your opinion on the whole. Uh, uh, hell, you can give us both. You're gonna give us Teddy and Robbie and uh, Baker and Sam. Like, are they the same player? Because I feel like you yeah, can maybe. Um, I, even though I prefer Ted Ginn. I understand the argument that Kevin's making. You know, maybe if you put him on a better team, maybe he would be better. And I kind of think that's what happened between ah. Baker and and Sam. But go ahead, Keith. Tell me what you think. No, I mean, I, I the reason I don't voice my opinion on Ted Ginn versus Robbie Anderson is because I have bias. Um, I'm not a fan of Ted. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Robbie. Uh, not okay, a fan of his yeah. Twitter shit either. Uh, and I'm a big fan of that 2015 season as well. So, um, yeah, Ted getting for me. Uh, no, no other comment there. Uh, Sam Darnold, on the other hand, um, I'm, I'm I'm guessing this is you're talking about how you you kind of said they're the same thing. They're the same person, basically. Uh, one yeah, had better my, talent my, over the my, other. My argument was the only reason people think they're different is because one of them played behind a vastly superior offensive line with vastly superior weapons at the receiver position. With the MVP. Right, yeah. So, so uh, again, uh, I, I said this before we went live. Um, you know, I was driving today. Um, I was driving today uh, in New York City radio. I was like, yeah, let me, let me listen to what the fuck is going on about football. 
And they brought up the topic about which quarterback did less. <laughs> and uh, they brought up Baker Mayfield uh, with, uh, sorry, which quarterback did less with the team that they had uh, more with uh, less, less more talent around them. Yep. Um, and they, they brought up Dak Prescott and Baker Mayfield, which, you know, made absolutely no sense to me because he had one of the best offensive lines, period, um, compared to our shitty offensive line. Um, so, you know, if you have all that time behind sitting behind a really good offensive line, I'm not even getting, you know, F their coaching, F their weapons. I mean, at one point they had a, a star-studded wide receiver in Odell Beckham, and, um, you know, they, they refused to throw him the ball. Um, and Jarvis. Which I'm not even going to – and and Jarvis, which, you know, yeah. I, that, that's debatable if he's a star or not. But, and Hooper, right? Um, they had Hooper? Right, exactly. So, uh, again, you know – Joku, they, I mean, they, uh, they have – I mean, you, you know, we can go on and on. This is this is what I said, like, you know, yeah. you know, y'all, y'all, y'all give to, uh, Cody too much um, – Pain on 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 Twitter when when he when he voices his opinion because uh, he he's he's coming from facts here you know like you got to hear him out a little bit but um, yeah so again like it's it's like it's like you're you're comparing a guy who had all those weapons and did, who couldn't get it done um, and it's the Browns anyways uh, versus a guy who probably shouldn't be in the league because of all the crappy passes he makes. Um, and it's not long throws as well. I mean, I was watching tape earlier, and I wanted to kill myself, but, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's, there's no comparison at all. Uh, well, they're actually, you know, they're, they're, it's worse with Baker. Um, but, yeah. But isn't yeah, that my point with Robbie, though? Yeah, and that's, that why I'm, that's I, I agree, Kevin. With that's why, no, and that's why I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, again, we're, we're, we're talking hypotheticals. So none of us can prove this shit one way or another. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I try and break it down. Forget teams then. Like, what does one do better than the other? If we're talking quarterbacks, I don't see a trait that Baker Mayfield has. But I'm saying, like, okay, we all know Sam makes terrible decisions. But, like, what does Baker do better, more consistently True than commercials. Sam? Yeah, yeah, the commercials, the commercials. He probably doesn't. Hey, by the way, hold on. Before we hold on, bro, hold on. Before we go further, let me welcome my man JD to the show. JD, what's going on, bro? Long time no talk to. Oh, what's good? What's good? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, man. You're I, good. I like what's that up? gas profile pic. Oh. That's nice. Yeah, man. man it, yeah, I, I went to the um, <laughs> fill up my car. So I, 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 this is not right. Something. I know. Something wrong. Yeah, man, I, I just wanted to um, hop on and get into this uh, discussion about trading for Baker. And I, yeah. I've, I've, I've said it for, for a while. I agree with, with what Cody said, what a lot of you guys are saying. Um, you trade for Baker, and it's the same thing they've done since Rules became the head coach. Not to mention, we don't know what we have in Corral. It's all but, besides me wanting Corral to succeed because I want the team to succeed, I want the team to win so I can talk shit to people who aren't Panthers fans. But besides simply wanting Corral to succeed, you don't know what you have in him. So if you were to bring Baker in and Baker becomes a starter, and let's say Baker balls, that man's going to want to get paid. If not immediately, yeah. once you bring him, he's going to want to get paid. Hell, none of us know Sam might actually be a decent QB this year. 
new system, new coach mm. on paper, the old line is better. He, I say that, and even I don't believe it as I'm saying it. So I, I fully expect to see Corral on the field. But JD, it's, it's really not okay. All things considered, it's not crazy because what we're talking about is when you consider all the upgrades that we've made in the off season. What is the difference between Sam and Baker with those same upgrades? Like Sam started three and zero with us next right. year. I'm not saying he has to be an MVP, but damn, he doesn't have to be a world beater just to be better than he was last year with a better supporting cast. I said it um, on the Tuesday show. All we need our quarterback to be, whether it's Sam or Corral, uh, I don't know if everybody will remember, but Kyle Allen, uh, during that five-game win straight, uh, stretch yeah. after Cam went down, that's all the quarterback needs. Don't make mistakes, and you're going to lean heavy on the run game. That's all we need that, that right. help. People make the comparison that oh, Corral could be like Russell Wilson taking in the later uh, later rounds. You look at the Seahawks team. They weren't asking Russ to go out there and sling it all over the field. They had Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. They also Obviously, had the Legion of Boom, too. Yeah, and, and so I'm not going to say – yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that our defense is the Legion of Boom, but we have pieces on defense that can keep us. I, I feel like we had hell last year. We had a, def, a type of defense that if we had a lead, we were going to be hard pressed to throw on us and get get back into the game. I feel like we still have that kind of defense. We had a players that if we get a, a a touchdown or two touchdown lead, our defense isn't going to let you back into the game. So now you go to the offensive side and you, you look at it. On paper, the O-line is much better. So whoever is back there, be it CMC, Chuba, I can't think of the cat we got from Tennessee, they should be able to fight. And if you rotate them guys and they stay fresh, the the quarterback isn't going to have to do a whole lot. Run the ball. Hey, when you do throw, make a smart decision, get the ball there on time. I don't – I – for Sam's time in the NFL, I I doubt he can even do simple things like that. Like, I for that reason, I would rather see Corral out there. And you're right. Yeah, yeah, the, I think you're spitting, man. Go ahead, Jason. The, the, the only thing, and both these guys have it, the, the, the problem is decision-making. And that's like your biggest weakness as a quarterback can't be decision-making. And that's clearly what Sam Donald's biggest weakness is, decision-making. Yeah. He just he just don't know what to do with the ball. And it's, it's going to cost us. But at the same time, it's like I'm with – I'm with uh, Sorry, I forget your name. Uh, JD. JD. JD, what you said is 100% true. It's like, I think we're all, right now, we're all like, we're like Kyrie Irving. We're at an impasse, man. We don't know what, we don't know what to do. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I, I do like that JD brought that up, though. Because this offense is built where you don't have to depend on your quarterback play. Not only do we have Christian McCaffrey, but I'm telling y'all, Deontay Foreman is about to be a big part of our rushing attack. We are going to run the shit out of the football. We all know mm-hmm. this. Then, more importantly, we have seen Allen, we've seen Heineke, we've seen Bridgewater have a level of success dinking and dunking around the football field in that intermediate level. I think if we can get our quarterback, whoever it is, to get comfortable doing that, and then every now and again set up some of those deep shots down the field for Robbie or DJ – then do it, man. And I think that would be a perfect system for Corral to be able to jump into. 
Yeah, but Corral, but also, like, listen, at this point, we kind of just have to accept Sam Darnold, I feel like. Like, if we're not going to trade for Baker, Sam Darnold, they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and they're going to start him. So it's like we might as well swallow that pill now and just see what you can do behind these upgrades. Let me let Nick go on this, and then we'll, we'll get some more people. Go ahead, Nick. My my only thing about this is, okay, if you're gonna sit there and say that that the decision making needs to be the best quality of, or one of the best qualities that a quarterback has, couldn't you also sit there and say Matt Corral's struggle in between the snaps is going to be an issue if it is not resolved? Yeah, I mean Matt Corral is not gonna be the answer next year, bro. That's that's just not gonna be the answer. As much as he wanted to be, it's just not going to be the answer. Like, I hate to say how do we know that though? For next year or for the? You mean for like, this year or the year after? Like the next season coming up. Okay. I don't see him being ready. Like, like not. I mean, if he does be ready, it'd be it'd be week ten, and we're we're like you know, not a playoff team. And I want to be hopeful. I'm just trying to be realistic. I hope, I hope the dude comes out and and kills it. But like, uh, what's his name said? His biggest weakness so far is learn the playbook and. But. Like, do we even believe in him enough to be a backup at this point? Because my deal is this. We well, have PJ Walker. Of course he can but be a like, backup. But, okay, so that's what I'm saying, though. Like, this is the perfect opportunity, is it not? We know the Panthers coaches are going to give Sam Darnold his chance. We'll give Sam the benefit of the doubt. Let him try it one more time to be a starter. And if he fails, put in the young kid. And let's see what we got in it, man. Like, to me, it's a, it's almost like a perfect scenario. It's a win-win. If Sam sucks, boom. He is who we thought he was. Then if not, then he's blowing away our expectations, and we can get rid of him next year and start Matt uh, in 2020. What? Yeah, 2023. Yep. Or am I crazy in that? I mean, look, I'm a Panther fan, bro. I've been a Panther fan a long time. I go to all the games. I've seen it all, man. Like, we can't put all this pressure on this kid to be the savior, man. We just got to go with the punches and see what happens. That's that's part of the reason why, like, the, the beauty of the situation. Like, he <laughs> say, say he takes the starting position because I'm of the mindset that if it's close and training camp, get the preseason, and, and there's little difference between – Matt's understanding like of the Matt playbook and his control, then they they do what New England did to Cam. Yeah. Like, hey, if it's close, we we rolling with the rookie, and the offense is going to be predicated on running the ball. Yeah, I if if Matt does develop and he we all he has a strong arm, like quick release, oh, yeah. all of that. DJ will probably be happy as hell. Like, hey, I finally got a fucking healthy quarterback. Maybe we could turn into some Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't got bro name. He, Devontae with, uh, Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Like DJ has that that potential. He's yet to play with a healthy QB for a full season. A good healthy QB because Teddy doesn't count. So right, and like also like uh, you know, Jay Stubbs are saying you know you don't depend on him to be a savior. Or we can't expect him to be a savior. I don't think we're expecting him to be a savior. Like we're just expecting him to be. The man good said, enough. The man just said Aaron Rodgers, I think that's bro. possible. We want to throw the ball like twenty-two to twenty-three times a game. 
I'm saying, like, that's the type of relationship they can develop. I know, I know. I'm just saying, I just, dude, I hope he's great, man. I really do. I'm a I have. We don't need him to be great. We just need him to be good. Competent. We just need him to be competent and show some swag, man. Show some balls to be able to throw it downfield. Yeah. when When you see that deep shot is actually opened up, man. Like, I'll never forget that game that P.J. Walker came in and won against the Detroit Lions, like, Look how much the defense or the offense looked better just because of PJ's willingness to push the ball downfield. Like I think that gave our defense the jolt it needed to pitch a shutout that day, which we did. So it's like I don't see why giving Matt Corral a small playbook, a digestible playbook, let him take some shots, but run the football. I, I have no doubt in my mind that that can be enough for him to get a get a good start in the NFL. And like I said, if that's enough to break him, I don't think he's made to play NFL football. Yeah. Yep. So I want to bring up something else. Okay, we've been talking about the okay. quarterback situation. No problem, about, man. Please. Let's talk about the offensive <laughs> let's talk about the offensive line real quick. Let's do it. That's gonna be a big question going into this season too. Huge. So we pretty much know what the, the right side to center is going to look like. With you know, you're gonna have Bozeman, Corbett, and then Moten. So, what do you guys think the left side of the line is gonna look like? Are they starting camp or are are the the end product? And I'm talking about toward the beginning of the year. I think uh, I think uh, Brady Christensen's playing left guard and uh, Icky's playing left tackle. That's what I think is gonna happen. And not not right off to start a training camp. It won't be. But as soon as the pad gets on. Soon as the preseason starts, soon as it's time to punch the other opponent in the mouth, that's when you're yeah. going to see Brady Christensen right. slowly get kicked in the left tackle or left guard rather. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm guessing KPM, my my offensive line formation, um, this is not necessarily how I would line it up. You probably already know how I would line it up, but the formation that I think they're going to go with from left tackle to right tackle. It's going to be Akimakwanu at tackle, Christensen at guard. I think Bozeman's going to be center. I think Corbett is right guard, and Taylor Moten uh, is going to be right tackle. And um, I think part of the reason why it looks like our offense is so tight end heavy, I think we're going to be using a lot more two tight end packages. I think Ian Thomas and Tommy Tremble are going to be used along that offensive line. One of them is going to block, and the other one is going to be a decoy too, man. Like you never, you never know if they're going to come off the line, run a route. It just gives us more options, and I think that's what McAdoo is trying to do. For now, Cody, I have a question. You talk about the two tight end set, Greg yep. Olson and uh, Kittle, and and Travis Kelsey just had that second annual tight end. You, Tommy yeah, yeah, yeah. was the only Carolina Panther tight end to go. Why in the hell did Ian Thomas not go? Because that's, that, that's a good ass question, Drew. Why didn't he, man? <laughs> Buffalo had money. like four tight ends going. Dude, that's crazy. A couple of teams oh, had multiple tight ends going. Carolina had one, and it was Tommy Trumbull. And he has to report with that, Greg Olson, too. They're cool. So, yeah, him and Ian Thomas played together for a little bit. Now, yeah, now, Ian Thomas Derek, sucked the last couple of years he's been in Carolina. They give him an extension, and he refuses to go to learn from some of the best tight ends in the game. 
zero chill in the chat said that uh, Ian Thomas did go. Let's they didn't had the, they had the page. list up there. Ian Thomas was not one of them. Tommy Trimble was well, the only Carolina that. Panther. They had it on Bleacher how, Report. How about this, man? Like, do you think maybe uh, – I mean, I don't know if it did or didn't. I'll, I'll go and check it out. But at the end of the day, like, I've been very critical of Tr- – I mean, not Trimble, uh, Ian Thomas because I feel like in the three years that he's been here, I kind of feel like he's – every year he's kind of devol- – like, the degraded a little bit like his first year he had some really good numbers and then in the subsequent years his numbers kind of dipped and fell off maybe that was because of the system but i don't know man i I really um ian thomas is really gonna need to prove something this year because he got paid he don't need to prove nothing in in ian's defense his rookie season was with cam and like cam is one of those QBs that that if you're a tight end and you can get open, he's gonna look for you. Like right. there's a reason why Olsen became the first tight end to have back to back to back thousand yard receiving uh seasons. So his if I'm not mistaken, Ian's first year, his rookie year with Cam was his best year. And every year after that, you had um following season with uh Joe Brady, offensive I hated hearing people say that oh he, he uses tight ends. Uh, Moss, Randy Moss's son was at LSU. He didn't put up any numbers because LSU's scheme did not incorporate tight ends. And he brought a similar scheme to the NFL. Joe Brady did not incorporate tight ends into the, the passing game. So it, that's that's in part to defending E. Like, I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's his drive or anything, but the system hasn't necessarily been the system in the combination of quarterbacks he's had haven't necessarily been the best one. I I, I feel strongly that if Cam had remained the uh, quarterback, he would look a lot better. His numbers would look a lot better. Okay, so that, that he he was there, Drew. Oh, I got the he video. Did he did. He did. Um, the list. Let's see. Yeah, they were both there. They were at the tight end. Uh, uh, oh, okay, well, I'm glad he showed up then because they must updated the list because they only had Tommy Trimble showing at the beginning. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they both showed up, man. I think that these guys have to look. We've been hard on Ian Thomas, but I still think he has a ton of potential that we've yet to see. Uh, I mean, we did see some some good plays last year, and I think that that he really did kind of step up a little bit. I'm hoping that our offense uh, features him a little bit more. And like I said, I do think that that's going to happen. Um, I'm excited yeah, about I, Tommy Turnbull, but I, I'm kind of over uh, Ian Thomas at this point. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I, I, I wouldn't have not gave Ian Thomas that contract <laughs> they gave him. I, I would not have done that. Period. Yeah, Jared Cook is still I, I, there. I, 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 there was contracts I would not have given, but I would not have absolutely given that. One. I'd let him just walk in free agency. I mean, but that being said, hey, real quick. Let me welcome my man Twan Don to the show. Twan. Yes, sir. Bro, what's what's up, sir? Man? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? What's what's up, man? What's up, Happy Friday. Bro? Happy Friday. Glad to see all of you guys still here breathing. It's a wonderful thing to be alive, bro. That's it, man. Blessing. How's your favorite? What's up with you, brother? Nothing much. Just, you know, come up here with my brothers to talk football. Hey, man. I like that. I like that. We're talking some tight ends right now. Uh, 
And Tommy Tremble uh, and Ian Thomas uh, going to Grand 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 University. <laughs> Let's go, man. Tiedon University. I'm uh, I'm happy, man. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that we can see some more improved tight end play this season. Um, yeah, uh, Tuan, let me get you in on this real quick. I mm. said there's no difference between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, man. What say you? No, I think Baker Mayfield is a lot better than Sam Darnold. All right. um, but if you combine everything that comes with them, um, I still Baker Mayfield was, I still think is significantly more talented than Sam Darnold. But, you know, if he has that attitude that goes along with it, yeah. you know, people won't see – people won't concentrate on his talent. When people don't like you, they won't concentrate on what you do well. Mm, I call that out in life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think if, you know, Baker, you know, grows up, you know, which I feel now he's going to be forced to or he's going to be unemployed, then you'll see a lot – you'll see a better quarterback. But he's you think, in terms you think of there's talent, any argument to be made that like if he was on if you put Baker on Sam's teams that he was on, do you think Baker would have had a better go of it on the Jets and the Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, for now, man, look, I'm all, I'm ready. I, I look if we're going I I I don't personally like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But I think he gives us a chance to win. And I'm willing to take him for a year because because my thing is, if he comes to us, it's two people on our team now who are on strike two. Baker will be on strike two. Matt Rule will be on strike two. These guys, you got a coach and a quarterback that has to get it right this year. So. I um, how can well, Baker save his job when he can't save his own? Yeah. The thing with Baker Mayfield coming here is that I think it's it's a plus for us. Even when you're dealing with plus minuses, it's like, because this dude is on his last strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And plus, and plus, if he's only going to be with us a year, he's got to prove to all these other teams I'm worth picking up. Because now if you come to us and he sticks it up with his talent, now you got an attitude, and you can't play no more, and nobody's gonna touch you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's gonna be on every commercial, Twan. Right. So those commercials are gonna end. Yeah. He, he gonna be on empty. He gonna be on empty Panther Stadium, and it's gonna be game day. Right. Right. So remember when they did that CGI Panther that like came to life and ran around the stadium yeah. and shit. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, they should uh you know, the greatest you know, part of the season at home with Baker Mayfield and he's sitting there kicking it and then that <laughs> Panther just comes and eats his ass. Like, nah, get the fuck out of my stadium, bro. Uh, but, but hey Drew, I know you I know you gotta head out of here, man. Drew, you got anything you wanna say? Hey, I just wanna say I'm hey, what's up, Drew? What's up, <laughs> you hey. Feel, hey look man, Drew came over to the show the other day. I like to thank him, man. Uh, coming over, showed up. We had a good time, man. Drew, I appreciate yeah, absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna still be in the chat, guys, but I got to jump off here for a bit. If I'm able to All jump right. back a little later, I will. But you yeah, guys, yeah, keep yeah. Pounding, man. that's cool. Hey, keep pounding, brother. Honestly, I'm probably not even gonna be here too much longer. I got some family uh, that just showed up. I'll probably go another 10 to 15 minutes, uh, tops, you know. I just wanted to come on here and give y'all some content today so that way, uh, 
I didn't leave everybody high and dry, even though there's no news. But Drew, I appreciate you, brother. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Man. All right, you guys too. We'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there is some official news. I don't know if you guys got a chance to talk about it before I was able to pop in, but uh, training camp dates have been announced, bro. Yep. Yeah. Oh, shit. What's the dates? 26th. I think ours is the 26th. Or 20, yeah, 26th or 27th. I couldn't remember which one. It's 26th, yeah. July. Uh, what's of, that? Uh, of July, July, I should say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is there... I went last so, year. Maybe here's a man. Seriously. I'll let you in. Security. I thought it'd be more secure. Well, okay. Yeah. Yo, this year. I thought they were still the last thing, you know. I know, man. Hey, uh, does anyone have anything on their mind that they want to talk about before we get on here? Or before we get off here? Say now or forever hold your peace, man. This I'm going to say one thing. I'm gonna, Look, yeah, man. Say what you want. Um, y'all, should, y'all should probably pray for me, man, because it's. I'm from New York City, man. I'm from Brooklyn. And right now, the Carolina Panthers are my team. And you know what the heck? Coaching's not. And I'm also a Knicks fan. Yeah, I- it's really bad these days. <laughs> Damn, bro. Well, if you're a Knicks fan, it's been bad for a long time. So. Yeah. After that draft last night, I know you ain't at all. Yo, man, prayers up to the big homie Twan, yo. He's out, he's out here struggling, yo. It's bad, bro. It's bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, man. And hey, we all fall on downtime. We're going to ride the wave back to the top, man. We're going to do it eventually. I've been saying that about my magic for a while. Hey, by the way, uh, fun fact. Did y'all know this is the 50th Friday free-for-all? This is the 50th Uh-oh. time we've done this shit, man. Uh-oh, we're century old or half-century old, brain. Fifth, filthy, filthy. I don't know if anybody notices, but in the thumbnail, I've been putting volume and then like the Roman numeral corresponding with the number. And today was just volume L. (laughs) Just volume L. Everybody's out here taking L's, dog. It's not. We've already been been doing this for almost a year. But guys, yeah. I don't know. I know that I've been numbering each and every one of these, and this is the 50th Friday free for all that we've done. So, all my OGs, man, Nick, Kevin, Panther, Pickle, man, everybody's been that's been coming in here hanging out in the Friday free for all, man, y'all. Y'all have been making this show possible. Making, oh, man, I didn't even see Pickle there, bro. What's up, hey, I mean, Hey, man, y'all y'all, 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 um, Cody, but the one thing we got to remember, yeah. man, like, like days like this makes it sweeter when we're back on top. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. And that's why we do it, man. Like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna hang out. We're gonna bust down when Shout it's bad days. times, and when it's good times, it's gonna be even better, man. And that's yeah. how we do this shit. For, uh, man. I, I this question out. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Two different reporters this week, person and. Uh, uh, Newton both said projected that the Panthers will keep nine offensive linemen. 
Did they not keep 10 last two years under rule? Yeah, it was just I nine. I thought, I thought sure they kept 10 the last couple of years. I thought they had what's name on the practice squad, didn't they? The backup center, what's his name? Tecklenburg. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. But he was I don't want to see him on the field at all this year. Well, me neither. neither. Me but. neither. Well, well both, what, one of the weird, what, uh, Newton had us cutting uh, Mays. And um, and person had us keeping maze but cutting uh, Brown. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was cut uh, Brown. He cut something anyway. But but they were like, I, I, it, it's a start. I feel you. I, yeah, it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I know what well, I would two. do, but I ain't in charge. Well, I, I just probably cut Cam Irving squad. and. Uh, had offline just I mean, shit I have been listen. Everyone who's been following this channel knows how much of a fan of Deontay Brown's college film I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love this dude at Alabama, and I'm telling you, if we cut this man, he's gonna go and be some starter on another football yep, team, and we're gonna Bro-bar. regret let, we're gonna regret letting go of his ass, man. If we cut him, it's gonna be. Works. If we cut him, it's going to be so we can keep at no good flunky. Uh, I guarantee uh, you. Michael Jordan. Michael I'd Jordan, yes. Yeah. Uh, he will go, what he will go to the Kansas Chiefs and be a pro bowler. Guaranteed. Like like Pickle said, man, go check out 704 Charlotte Brown show. We've been, we've been in the roster with, with Newton. Uh, you know, if you uh, – it's posted on ESPN Plus, uh, Plus if you yeah. have the description. But man, yeah, like the, what he said with the, the office of linemen, you know, we were like, man, hold up, where's Cade Mays at? Oh, yeah. it's about three horrible linemen in the list they said they were gonna keep. Yeah, and then I and then um, um, Cody, I don't know if you remember when I did that report on uh, um, Aquani and Cade Mays, uh, rookie camps, and um, the word was, was that Cade Mays was just sitting there doing a sting. You know, so what would have happened? And one of the persons that said something good about him was Matt Rowe. So Michael oh, Jordan stays and Cade Mays is the one y'all thinking about? Yeah, well, that, that, that was, hey, but that's the oh. kiss of death, though, Twan. When, when he, he starts praising you, better watch out. Yeah. Well, I don't think he praised Michael Jordan last year. We didn't get to cut that fool. Yeah. 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 Doesn't that suck that we have a head coach that whenever they praise someone, we're like, Oh shit! We better expect him to be terrible now. This is like Charles. This is like when Charles Barkley picks you to win. Cade Mays is the only <laughs> yeah, offensive Ron lineman. <laughs> the only offensive lineman on this team that has played all five positions. Yeah. We got to keep the young guys. They're going to be cheaper to keep. Like you make, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Hey, before hey, uh, but b- before we go, well, go, well, go ahead, Kenneth. Finish your point, and then okay. I'll. Well, if if answer. if we if we have to, if we get to a point that we're cutting anybody, and if we not counting the contract, uh, Pat Elfline is the guy that you I think you really want to cut because he all he offers you yeah. is depth at guard and center, and yeah. Taylor uh, Mays could do that, and Brown yeah. could do that. Hey, is Cam yep. Irving still on the team? Yeah, yep. they, yes. they're projecting him to stay. Yeah. 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 He, he, he'll probably be our swing tackle, to, get him off. to be honest. Yeah. As much as I don't like it, he'll probably be our swing tackle. Hey, uh, so I'm going to ask you all this, and then I'm probably going to jump up off of here, but I think it's a good question. So it's looking like no Deshaun Watson. All the rumors are there's not going to be Deshaun Watson playing football for a year. They're probably going to suspend him for a year. 
That means no Deshaun week one. Wonderful. Uh, it's looking like they're going to suspend Alvin Kamara for six weeks. Uh, that means no Alvin Kamara in week three. So me and Pickle mean, tried to tell y'all this. Does we this tried mean to tell that, you all a lot of these teams had issues that we weren't going to be affected by. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, do y'all do y'all think this gives us a better? You guys are going. Hey, look, Cody. Absolutely. Cody, eventually you have to go back over that that schedule and then and with the win losses, and then I bet I guarantee you people's minds change. Hey, but, uh, Cleveland's still talented. Though, I said that last year, though, bro. Yeah. See, the the key to beating the Browns would be having to shut down the run game because I mean you got a one-two right. combo of Chubb and Hunt coming up the middle, so you got to find a way to you got to find a way to uh, to close the running the the running gaps. So. But you can cheat if you. But you can cheat the run if you know that's. If, look, yeah, man, exactly. If Jacoby Brissett is playing quarterback, you can cheat up. You you know he ain't throwing the ball all game, bro. You you well, know, you he's what, certainly gonna throw it deep. You do what you do what Phil Snow tried to do last year. You play press man coverage. Yeah. And you bring a safety into the box like Chad, exactly. And you like come on, mother. Come on, come my way, please. I that damn you. pickle must be a coach. <laughs> hey, man. We ever, that that no. veteran who came in, did we ever sign him, the defensive end? No. Nope. But they, they've been bringing we gotta in talk a few about different people. Carlos Stumlap? Yeah, 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 no, they never did sign him. Our pass rush is going to be ugly. I was hoping for that defensive tackle who went to the Steelers. Yeah, Larry Ogunjobi, dude. He went to UNC Charlotte. I would have loved to have that dude as an interior pass rusher. He had like man. six sacks last year as a defensive tackle. Yeah, the dude, dude, the dude's been a beast. He played for the Bengals, the Browns. Uh, he played for a few other teams. That dude's the shit. I like Larry Ogunjobi. I liked uh, what's the guy y'all just said? The defensive end that we Carlos just signed. Dunlap. Yeah, Carlos Dunlap. I thought Charles that would have been the perfect signing. For the Great for the job. Panthers sign, no, we, we may still sign him. Yeah, we He's need one, man. We need a defensive end bad. We got the money if we're not going to spend it on a quarterback. I mean, well, I think a lot of the issue is they want to. I think they want to get somebody in, but they don't want a guaranteed starter to come in. They they want to give uh, uh, YGM a chance to. Start. He's got to earn that starting position. We can't yeah, just hand right. it to him. You know? Well, not under Matt Rule, you just be given a job. You don't have to earn. It. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That is. <laughs> Matter you fact, might earn it, if, but you might be on your knees you, at, underneath the desk. And if you, know, you can't earn it, if you can't earn it, Matt Rule's gonna bury you on the bench. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so the only thing that I don't like about that though is I feel like the past two years in a row, the Panthers have tricked us. Like we start out hot. Oh, the Panthers are good. The Panthers are the shit. It's the and opposite of Ron Rivera. And here. Yeah, then we get this false sense of security. And then we come crashing back down to earth like, around week seven. And it's like, bro, it's I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not setting up to be the same kind of thing. It is. Jared Cole, they don't want me as, as head coach. I'm not politically correct, y'all. Some <laughs> some some player go down because they hurt. I'm going to walk up and say, get up, you damn pussy. Get the fuck <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not politically correct. I'd be, be like that. I'd be like some of them canceled. old 1950s jokes, y'all. Kenneth would have to be putting out some statements every other Tuesday. Be like, right, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to hurt nobody. I'm sorry I, I called that guy person. a pussy. You better walk up for a kicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be kicking kickers? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I, got got I, I, I wasn't being violent. I was teaching yeah, man, him how you um, kick. <laughs> no, I'm about to get up out of here too, man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another edition of the C3 Friday Free For All, man. We did about an hour and 30 minutes when there really ain't shit to talk about. But, man, we always find something, man. I appreciate each and every single one of you for coming and, uh, and hanging out with us, man. All my usuals, Nick, Kenneth, Kevin, White Chocolate Espresso, Warren, Jay, Jay Stubbs. My man, Coach Diz, was still murking people in Call of Duty while we're out here Merc, though, talking Panthers, man. Bro, go Yo, CK goes ham, y'all. Y'all must not know. Is, is Greg having a show tonight? Um, probably so. I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Greg enough. Okay. But. All right, everybody. All right, Twan. All right, JD. I catch y'all next. All right, Jay. Yeah, um, hey, Twan. Tell people where they can find you before we get out of here, man. All right, man. Uh, check us out at Seven Four Charlotte Brown Show, man. Um, uh, every Tuesday night, and then we're trying to work in another night, man. Um, uh, number one show for the fans, by the fans. You know, what I'm saying uh, we're trying to do our thing. Um, uh, we're growing. Um, um, my attention will be 100% on that show now. Um, you'll, you'll only catch me there and here with Cody. And, um, look, man, just come join us. We have fun. Um, and subscribe, hit the like button, tell people about us, help our channel grow. Um, we just talk sports over there, man. You know what I'm saying? Panther sports, and we, we, we have fun doing it. Yep. That's what's up, man. Uh, everybody hit that like button on the video. Hit the subscribe. Uh, and, um, soon here, I'm going to be uploading these Friday free-for-alls to the audio version of the, of the podcast as well. So people who want to listen to it on the go, you'll be able to do that. Um, hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Hey, man, we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers uh, by the time we start the season, y'all. So be yeah. a friend, tell a friend, man. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, leave, leave comments in the video. That always helps the algorithm. Um, and, yeah, man, you know us. We're going to be here uh, every Tuesday at 9 p.m., every Friday at 7 p.m. delivering you this Panthers content. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's all for your boy. Peace and love. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done.